And welcome to your podcast. And uh, this week I have a special guest host, Barry Kantz, who's our uh, CFO and general counsel here at Raw Voice and Blueberry. Hello, Barry. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Ah, very good, very good. Yeah, Todd's in the uh, undisclosed location doing uh, very important things, I guess. So uh, he uh, asked that I find a guest host, and uh, Barry stepped up. So uh, thank you very much. Oh, sure. Happy to do that. Uh, happy to be a be a part of the podcast. Ah, very good. Very good. All right. Uh, let's just jump into the news. Of course, the big news uh, last week was Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast.com has uh, done some very uh, technical research into who is the fastest podcast host and, among other things, uh, Found some pretty interesting facts about uh, some of the hosts' uh, stats, uh, which was probably the uh, you know he kind of buried the lead there because <laughs> uh, you know the, the, as far as the hosting speed, you know as long as it's on a decent server, it, it doesn't matter as much. But uh, that stats thing can really uh, bite people uh, if, especially if they're charging for podcasting. But uh, it's a very uh, in-depth article and very technical heavy. I don't know if you had a chance to read that, Barry. Uh, did what did you think of that? No, I didn't have a chance to read that. But how does the the speed of hosting and stats? How does that all tie together? Well, uh, with you know, he tested you know, I forget how many regions around the world. He quite the uh, quite the setup there with the remote servers and whatnot. And uh, when he was testing, he was using a bot, uh, so he would. Uh, download a file a thousand times uh, through, you know, from, you know, I forget how many regions, but it ended up being that uh, he would hit that server a thousand times to download that file uh, from various regions and whatever. And he realized that in the stat systems for these various podcast hosts, and I think there was almost like 20 or 25 of them, something like that, that, uh, that wow. some of them would register a thousand downloads. And some of them would register zero, and some of them would register, you know, some number in between. And, you know, the, the stats should filter out these bots. And even if it doesn't filter out the bots uh, completely, it should only, like, do one download from the bot and then block it after that because, right. you know, the, these repeat downloads from the same IP and the same user agent and whatever should be filtered out. And he found that four companies, and I won't name them here, but go check out the article, that uh, registered a 1,000 downloads. So uh, that's obviously one that would be really, you know, those companies would be really easy to game your stats. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty bad that way. But he also, you know, in fairness, contacted these companies ahead of time, showed them the data, and this will probably change, which will be good for the industry and for right. those hosts. And, uh, by the way, Blueberry tied for first place as the uh, fastest podcast host. So, yay. <laughs> and our bot, or our bot oh, filtering, we, we came up with a big goose egg with 1,000 downloads. So we're good. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's good. We're not, we're not inflating numbers then. Right, right. Well, that's that IAB certification thing. And, uh, you know, you really, yep. you know, really want your stats to, uh, to be un- uh, Manipulatable, is that a word? Well, we'll make up one today. There you go, there you go. All right, <laughs> no, 
Also in the news, coming up uh, soon, PowerPress 7.5 is going to be coming out. It may be out by the time you hear this. Uh, we're not sure. It's still working out a couple of minor bugs in testing, but uh, a couple of key features that this will have. First one being uh, it's going to support WebSub, which uh, WebSub is kind of an in, uh, instant pinging service. Uh, and right now we'll be supporting the Google uh, web sub, but uh, that may change in the future as well. But uh, what what happens is, as soon as you publish your episode, your uh, site from PowerPress pings the server and any of the podcast apps and or directories that uh, subscribe to that web sub will update instantaneously. And in testing last night, uh, I published an episode of one of my other podcasts and then ran right over to Google Podcasts and it was there. I mean, 10 seconds. It was uh, pretty amazing. So we're going to be supporting that. And then for our network customers or you know customers that have more than one podcast at Blueberry, we uh, added multiple Blueberry hosting account support. So that means that now if you have multiple podcasts, you can pick which uh, podcast you want to upload it to uh, on our servers. Uh, the way it worked before was you would sign up for hosting and you'd have to pick one show or the other to sign into from PowerPress and then all your files would go into that one bucket. And that's not good for many reasons. One reason being is if you shut down one podcast, uh, you don't want to shut down all of them. Uh, the other thing that it's good for is our stats. Since we changed how our stat system works by using server logs, uh, it's kind of important to have the files for different podcasts in their own folder so that we can keep the stats separate. So that's something that uh, has been asked for for a while, and it's uh, finally going to be delivered here in PowerPress 7.5. If you're interested in testing that, get a hold of me, Mike, at Blueberry.com, and uh, I can uh, give you the beta to give uh, give that a test for us, but uh, it may indeed be out by the time you hear this. Well, that's good. Yeah, that'll, uh, always good to have have something new on the on the horizon. Right, and we got lots of new stuff coming this summer, so uh, just stay tuned. But <laughs> but that's uh, that's the first of it, uh, and uh, of course our uh, CEO Todd. Uh, also owns the People's Choice Podcast Awards, and nominations are open over at podcastawards.com. And I hear this year that uh, if you register your podcast over there, you have a little bit better chance because uh, registrations and nominations are a little bit down this year. I just heard that. So uh, if you want a chance to get a uh, People's Choice Podcast Award, uh, go over and register your podcast at podcastawards.com and then uh, get your listeners to uh, nominate you and you're got a pretty good chance of getting on the final slate there and uh, here barry uh we, nobody uh, on this podcast has really heard of you much so uh tell us a little bit about yourself and your uh, journey in podcasting yeah well at, at blueberry raw voice blueberry i kind of stay in the background and uh, take care of the back end of the operation um, uh, no, uh, well, that conjures up an image, but no, anyhow, <laughs> he it, writes uh, the paychecks around here. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, well, you know, a little history back in 
2005, early 2005, you know, in late 2004, I was listening to podcasts and, and Todd's Geek News Central is one of the podcasts that I was listening to. And, and I thought, well, and I was interested in the travel business. So I thought, well, maybe I'll become a travel agent and then I can, I can do a podcast and talk about, uh, my adventure in becoming a, a travel agent. So I, in February of 2005, I start, started the home-based travel agent show. And and during the course of that, and continuing to listen to podcasts in, in 2005, Todd put out a call. He wanted to start a, a business, a podcasting business, and he needed uh, certain kinds of people to join him in the adventure of creating the business and and one of the, the call-outs was for a lawyer, and I thought, well, oh, this sounds cool, so I answered Todd's call, and, well, we've been together ever since, uh, doing the Raw Voice Blueberry business, and it's it's been a great time. I've really, it's it's been a lot of fun, and in terms of my podcast, I still continue to do the home-based travel agent show every month. I'm not not really in the travel business anymore, but I have a wonderful co-host who uh, is in the business, and, and we have a good time talking about travel and destinations and that type of thing. So that's that's a little background for folks. Yeah, um, uh, I listened to your last episode. Uh, you guys might be interested in go checking that out because uh, Todd was the uh, Hawaii expert on uh, on that last episode. So uh, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, Getting Todd on a, a non-techy, non-podcasting type show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was great. He he gave us a lot of insight since he'd lived in Hawaii for 22 years. He had a lot of uh, insider's knowledge in terms of uh, what to see and what to do and and what not to do uh, when you visit Hawaii. So uh, that that was a great uh, a great interview and a lot of great insights from Todd. Yeah, and that was a very good show. What's the uh, website over there? I'll make sure I put a link in the show notes here. Yeah, the the website is hometravelagent.net. Okay, very good. Well, go check that out. At least uh, that last episode must, uh, might be uh, handy, even if you're not uh, into travel. So, very cool. And one of the other reasons I had Barry on here is uh, he is a lawyer. He's not your lawyer, but he's a lawyer. <laughs> he gets some legal questions here at Blueberry Raw Voice, and uh, I think he had a, a story there to uh, to tell. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we we really pride ourselves at Blueberry for customer service, and we when we get a phone call from a podcaster, we we. Answer answer it or if it goes to voicemail we return the call per, very quickly and i did get a phone call it didn't go to voicemail i answered it and it was a blueberry customer who had a question about using music in his podcast and he had some great ideas in terms of a, a, a podcast to uh, to talk about music and use music in, a sh in his show and he wondered about the about the legalities of it now you know he's he, the, the customer is not my client kind of like uh, what what Mike just mentioned, but you know, I, I really wanted to give him some some advice on this. So uh, doing it in a general way, um, and generally his his question was, "Can I use the mu music in my podcast?" He says, "I hear other podcasts using music in their their shows, and I want to do this too. How can I do that?" And 
you know, in serving our customers, I always want to give them advice that helps them out in terms of producing and creating their, their shows. Unfortunately, in this case, and for podcasters, there there is no good advice in terms of using copyrighted music in your podcast. It's just, you just, it's it's difficult. And and you might be able to go out there and buy a license for music from BMI and, and uh, ASCAP, but it's going to cost you lots of money, and it's going to be a difficult process to go through, even if they will do that. Yeah, a lot of them won't. So, uh, you know, I, I think the only person I know that uh, I think I think successfully has done that licensing thing would be uh, Brian Ibbett from Coverville, but uh, I, you know. Who knows whether that's even uh, completely on the up and up as far as uh, legal. Yeah, and, and hopefully it is. You know, I, I'm sure he's made some kind of arrangements with with uh, the copyrights on the music. But just for the for the normal podcaster out there, it's it, you know you have to use indie music, and you, and when you do that, you have to make sure that you get permission from from the uh, musician to use their music or find the, you know, the royalty free uh, websites out there that, that lets you use the music just by, you know, uh, citing the, the musician's name and, and the title of the song. And, and then you can use their, their music and it's independent music, which is good for the indie musicians. You know, I, I kind of like that, but to use, you know, the, some of the top build musicians, uh, you're going to get in trouble. Uh, you're liable to get sued. Uh, you're likely to get a demand letter from one of the big companies, ASCAP, BMI, whatever. Um, so, and, and you know, it's it's kind of amazing. Just last year, Congress and and it was unanimous vote, at least in the Senate, passed the the Music Modernization Act that makes it much easier for people who stream music to purchase the licensing rights for streaming music but there was nothing in there for podcasts you know and and the difference is that when when a podcast listener listens to to music that's in a podcast that file that podcast file one that you host at blueberry that podcast file is actually downloaded onto their uh, mobile device or onto their computer and what the music industry sees that it as is making a copy of that file, and they don't want you copying their music, so right. they don't want to license that to, yeah, back to make in, a copy. Whereas, well, back yeah, in the ahead. day, they had uh, back in the day they had Napster and LimeWire and stuff like that, where there was just pure pri uh, piracy, and they kind of look yeah. at podcasting the same way because of the word download. And yep. yeah, streaming is a, a much different thing. I, I'm involved in a radio station here, a community radio station, and we're allowed to stream, but uh, we can't, you know, take those files and make them available as a podcast with the music in them. Right, because you know that's the whole issue of, of the the listener making a copy on their device of the music, and that, you know that's that's where the issue lies. And I don't know if we'll ever solve that you know I, I i do think we will there will be a way to solve that at some point in the future the streaming services have solved many of their problems through the the mma uh, 
the Music Modernization Act of last year, but you know, something we'll probably give at some point in the future for podcasts. But for now, you just have to be really cautious about using music in your podcast, and certainly don't use the top build artists in your podcast. And some people have the mistaken impression that. Well, as long as I only use 10 seconds or 20 seconds of, of music in, in my podcast, it's okay because uh, that's a short play. And, you know, I've always heard that that's an exception to the rule. Well, no, it isn't. There is no exception to the rule. You can't play any music in your podcast, uh, of copyrighted music in your podcast without permissions. Yeah, I've Whether heard, it's five uh, seconds, 10 seconds, or whatever. Yeah, I've heard. I heard uh... It was some podcaster that, you know, it's a pretty famous uh, case, but I don't, you know, it's been a while, but it had something to do with Taylor Swift. And I guess they you know, she in particular or her people are very, very aggressive when it comes to uh, anything like that. And, you know, just a little bit, uh, of course, I always hear people talk about fair use, uh, as I understand it, I'm not a lawyer. But as I understand it, fair use isn't a uh, a rule as much as it's a defense if you get caught. Is that kind of what that is? That that's absolutely correct. Uh, you can get the demand letter, you can get sued, but but when you're sued, then you can bring up fair use, you know, as your defense. But you know, that's after you're sued, after you have to get a lawyer and defend yourself. And then the whole concept of fair use, it's, it's not a bright line. There's no stead and fast rule as to what fair use is. So it you know, really depends upon the, on the court you're in and the judge you're in front of and the facts that you present to the, uh, to the judge or the jury. So you know, fair use means that if you take someone else's work, someone else's copyrighted work, and kind of make it your own by making comments on it or, or or using it within a news story or making a parody of it, that kind of thing. That's, you know, the our copyright laws and the common law have basically said that, you know, you can do that. But, you know, what does all that mean? And that all depends on, on many court cases that are kind of conflicting in some in some areas about what fair use actually is. So there has never been really a bright line as to, well, this is fair use and this is not. So it's it's a hard thing to uh, to claim, and then when you claim it, it's after you've been sued. So and you don't want to do that, right? Yeah, because like I said, it's it's a defense, not a uh, not a way to keep from getting sued. But exactly. Uh, yeah, there there is some good news coming. I hear. I keep hearing through the grapevine that uh, there is a company out there working on some uh, podcast music licensing. Uh, of some mainstream artists, but uh, so far I don't know any details, but I, I have heard rumors. Yeah, I've heard rumors, and somewhere along the line, and, and I can't find the article, I looked for it recently, just before the show, but the, there's a company in Australia that's that's looking at, at doing such a thing. However, that's in Australia, and I'm not sure that they're going to have the licensing rights in the United States or in the European Union. Uh, so, you know, it's... It's worldwide. It's complicated, and you know, for now, the best thing for a podcaster to do is you know look for indie music, and a lot of that stuff's really good, and a lot of that stuff you can get um, on a Creative Commons license. So uh, that's that's what I do, and that's what I think everybody else should do, unless you want to put yourselves in the bullseye of a lawsuit or at least a demand letter. So. 
right? And you know, you could also you know find some public domain works. Uh, I, I know I have a, a theme song that I use on my uh, on one of my podcasts. That's kind of a, a jazz tune from the twenties. <laughs> so, you know, it, it all depends. But you're not gonna you're not gonna play ACDC anytime soon on your podcast legally, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if someone comes comes up with the ability to license music for podcasts, it would be the highway to heaven. So. Yeah, and a lot of money. Probably. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's not going to be free, by the way. So don't don't even think that. Yeah. Even if the licensing comes up, there's going to be some sort of fee for it. Uh, yeah. And the bottom line is, you know, I, I, I really felt bad. I wished I could have given some good news to our Blueberry customer, but it, it just it isn't any good news out there for using music in your podcast unless you, you know, you do the um, indie music. So. Yeah, I wish I wish there was better news. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, you remember back in the day there was that uh, what do they call that? The PodSafe Music Network. <laughs> Man, that they was a, that was a cool cool service because a lot of the indie artists would you know seek that kind of thing out. And you know, back uh, you know when podcasting started, probably the first four or five years, uh, you know, everybody was pulling music from there, and uh, and it was some of it was pretty decent, some of it was pretty awful, but. You know, a lot of it was really good. And, you know, there was a, do you remember Brother Love? <laughs> I do. Yeah. He, uh, Very well. He had some pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, I don't know. There was, there was quite a, quite a few. There was a, a guy, Kevin Reeves. Uh, he was, uh, he, he made all his stuff available. And Matthew Ebel, another one, uh, that made all his yeah. stuff available. And those guys are good. And they're still out there making music. Uh, in fact, Kevin lives here in the area. And, uh, I actually go see him live once in a while. He plays at a Irish pub here. But <laughs> anyway, oh, so that was a, kind of a, a blast from the past. So, yeah, well, you know, as you point out there, there's there's good alternatives, but it's just not the top build labels that that you're going to be able to use. Right, right. So, all right. Well, we better press on here. We're uh, we're actually uh, got about uh, eight minutes if we want to keep our schedule, but we're not that worried about okay. it uh but i got some support issues uh like i said a lot of the stuff we've already talked about but i kind of came up with a checklist I, I get this call or email or ticket or whatever i would say at least four or five times a week uh, my podcast isn't on whatever directory most of the time it's apple podcast but you know could be any other directory out there and i published it you know two hours ago what's wrong you know, and a lot of times what they're doing is they're going to the directory listing on those apps. They're not actually subscribed. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that it's a poll technology. You know, we beat that dead horse enough. But, uh, you know, once it hits your RSS feed, it can take up to 24 hours to show up in directories. But if you're subscribed, you should get it pretty close. All your subscribers should get it pretty soon. But, uh, Every once in a while, I run into one that uh, I go check the RSS feed, and that episode is not there for whatever reason. So I've come up with a checklist uh, of what I do when I publish a podcast. So uh, you know, I go through whatever procedure you know, if you're using PowerPress or Blueberry directly or whatever other service you're using, you uh, publish your episode. Okay, then once uh, you've published it, if you're on a website that has caching, make sure you clear your cache. 
Uh, all of our uh, Blueberry Power Press sites have caching, so make sure you clear the cache. And then uh, I check my feed on castfeedvalidator.com, which will give you kind of a preview of what's in the feed. And uh, if you don't see the episode that you just published in that RSS feed, then you need to go back and uh, you know, re-examine how you published it. Did, did, did you forget to actually upload the file? Or did the file not upload properly so that the uh, media URL is wrong or uh, somehow corrupted? And, uh, of course, check by subscribing to your show. Subscribe in either Google Podcasts if you're on Android or, or Overcast or the Apple Podcasts app if you're on an iPhone or, you know, any... You know, any normal RSS reader type app. Now, Spotify, Google Play Music, uh, iHeart, all that stuff is not a normal RSS based. I mean, they are based on RSS, but they're not, you're not directly subscribing in those apps. But, uh, you know, anything, you know, any of the traditional apps, uh, I say Google Podcasts and uh, Apple Podcasts are probably the two you want to stick to. And if it's in there and you subscribe to your own show and the and the file gets there, then you can relax. All above is, you know, you'll be fine. Um, oh, I said Google and my tablet went off here. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but basically, you know, podcasting is, is not instantaneous. You're not going to, you know, see your show listed in your Apple podcast directory listing. You're even in your Blueberry directory listing. So... Barry, is that kind of what you do uh, when you publish an episode? Uh, well, I I post and then <laughs> then I just go check and see if it's where I want it to be. You know, I I don't I really don't spend a lot of time checking it. I, I just assume everything's going to work out all right, and <laughs> I watch my stats, and as long as they're fairly consistent, I'm I'm happy. But so I, there you I go. Don't know, maybe I'm different. No, that's 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 how most of us uh, that have pod, been podcasting for a while. We don't sweat the small stuff generally. Uh, you know, I know I you know I don't necessarily go check Apple Podcasts uh, or the, at least the directory part of Apple Podcasts just because you know I know it's I know it's out there. So you know why why worry about it? You know, if as long as it hits my feed, I know my subscribers are getting it. Whether Apple gets on the bandwagon, eh, I don't care so much. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I—that's why I do it. I, you know, I pay more attention to my statistics than than I do, you know, where the feed is is gone or or not gone. And if, if the stats are good, then I pretty much know that it's going to the right places and being direct, you know, being in the directories. Right, right. So, yeah, a couple more things, and then we'll uh, we'll get you out of here. Uh, when you're contacting support, and it doesn't matter whether it's Blueberry support or uh, or if you're contacting whatever other company support or whatever, uh, please use the email address that you use on your account. At least at Blueberry, that's how we find your account is by email address. Okay, so if you're using a different email address than your account email address, at least mention what the account email address is. That just makes it so we don't have to send two or three emails back and forth to actually find your account. That, uh, that really does speed things up. Uh, there is a, uh, a blank in our uh, contact form if you're going to put in a ticket that uh, has an alternative email. If you stick that in there, then we'll know 
your account. It'll help you quicker. That's the, the name of the game. And uh, the last thing is in PowerPress. Uh, in the Apple tab, there is this thing that says iTunes new feed URL. And when you click that link, it pops up a warning. says, do not use this unless you absolutely know what you're doing. And I have found lately uh, some of our users do not absolutely know what they're doing. <laughs> they're sticking their Apple Podcasts subscription URL, like their pre web preview for uh, Apple Podcasts, in that box. Well, what that does for all Apple users is it redirects them to that as an RSS feed. Of course, that's not an RSS feed. That's a, a web page, and it breaks your feed. And uh, I've run across that a few times. So please do not use the uh, iTunes new feed URL box in Apple. If you want your subscription link to show up on your page, go to the Destinations tab, and there's a thing there that says Apple subscription URL. <laughs> that's where that goes. And any other thing you well, put if, in that, that box. If, <laughs> go ahead. If that's there, if, if that's there in, in PowerPress, uh, what's the purpose of it? That is if you have moved. So if you've, uh, say you've come to PowerPress from, say, Podbean or Lipson or wherever else, and you've done your 301 redirect to redirect your subscribers over to your new PowerPress feed, that's great and that works, but Apple has an additional requirement that you also have this new tag in there called the Apple or the uh, iTunes new feed URL tag in your feed that actually permanently switches your Apple listing and your subscribers over to the new feed. Uh, Apple will follow the 301, but it won't actually change the link. It'll just continue to follow that 301, and if that 301 goes away, your subscribers go away. So you need to use that when you've moved, but it, you don't need to use that at any other time. Okay. And please contact Makes us sense. if you're making a move like that because we'll uh, tell you what uh, little checklist items you need to do to make sure you don't lose your subscribers. <laughs> that's the name of the game and, if you're moving around. Yeah, and I know you're good at that, and you work with people to make sure that they don't. Yeah, that's uh, I kind of do that a lot here, <laughs> which is good. We're getting people yeah, moving yeah. in from uh, <laughs> from various apps. And like I said, if you'd like to move, I can get you a free month. Uh, of course, here at Blueberry and uh, help you move and all that good stuff. We're the only company with a phone number that people answer routinely. <laughs> yes, we do. Even even the lawyer answers the phone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Have you ever I, called a lawyer and yeah. had to wait for them to call you back? <laughs> right. Except for when I call, you never answer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, That's well, right. let's get out of here. Uh, let everybody get back to their uh, p playlist here. Uh, Thanks for uh, listening to your podcast. This was episode number 61. And uh, thanks, Barry, for co-hosting with me. Uh, how can they get a hold of you if they need to get a hold of you? Well, they can always drop me an email at legal at rawvoice.com. That's legal, L-E-G-A-L, at rawvoice.com. So that's basically how you get a hold of me. And, you know, the, the phone number... There's a, you know, if you call the 800 number, uh, you'll, you'll find me there too. Yep. He's got a, he's got his own, uh, extension there. So just listen to the menu there. Uh, I do. 
And you can get a hold of me, of course, Mike at Blueberry.com. You can get a hold of the show, uh, your podcast at Blueberry.com. And we're still looking for people to interview for the new upcoming rebranded show, which uh, will probably happen in another month or two. So uh, get your uh, request in there to do an interview. We, uh, Todd being out of town this, uh, this time around, uh, we haven't been doing any, but we've got a couple requests pending. So if you're a, a Blueberry user and want to tell your story on the new rebranded company podcast coming up soon, uh, your podcast at Blueberry.com. Everybody have a great couple of weeks. See you later, Barry. Yeah, take care, Mike.